Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Is Deadpool 2 finally out for the masses and are we going to talk about it without and then with spoilers? Why yes. Is there amazing Mysterio casting news and do we have a date for Infinity War? Well, it makes more money on home video. This is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. Welcome to a very special chimichong-tastic, slightly earlier than normal episode of Marvel Movie News. <laughs> this is episode 181, and we are once again, because it is still Deadpool time, Coming to you live from Sister Margaret's School for Wayward Girls. Now, you can find us on iTunes at iTunes if you type in Marvel Movie News. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can find us on Popcorn Talk's website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com, or on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or the Popcorn Talk. Lastly, you might, might find us on Facebook. It's a rarity. It's ha. like finding a Pokemon in the grass. But sometimes it happens. But a, but a rare Pokemon. It's like Mewtwo. The most special oh, of all. It's, it, it's not like Magikarp and not yeah, in the right. grass. Pikachu. That would actually be fishing. That'd be a bold thing if Magikarp was in the grass. That was a dead Magikarp, you implied. Let's say it's a Geodude Let's call it a in Snorlax. the grass instead of the mountains. Or a bunch of Snorlax sleeping on go. Facebook. You gotta wake <laughs> us up, we appear. And it's always worth it. Uh, and so, we are clearly the Marvel Movie News. And today, joining us on the table to talk Deadpool... Associate producer, Amy. Hi, that is me. Yeah. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. Hi, guys. <laughs> and as always, the lovely Miss Marquia McCarty. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And Mr. Ant Anthony in the booth. Oh, what up, everybody? I'm Anthony here. I hope you're liking the uh, red lights behind you because it's a Deadpool special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Excellent. if you retweet us whilst we are live, this man you hear the voice of will retweet you. I got you, boo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, that DJ was like stereo. <laughs> like quiet stuff. And Anthony's everywhere. X-Force. 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 Speaking of X-Force, we're going to talk briefly non-spoilers. We covered non-spoilers a lot last week, but we'll do a little non-spoilers to warm up just in case you didn't get the intro and you just dove in, you wanted to skip the sound bites. So what we're going to do is we'll talk non-spoilers, then we'll wave and lights will blink when we go into spoilers and those lights will stay until we're done so you know when it's safe because then the rest of the show obviously is not spoilers because we're talking about the, the future. Okay, <laughs> so non-spoiler thoughts on Deadpool. Amy, what did you think? I enjoyed it. It was very fun. There were moments that I was surprisingly emotional. Mm-hmm. Did not expect those going in. Love some of the new characters that we got. And yeah, I, I think... A lot of the fun with Deadpool is going in with a really cool crowd Mm -hmm. um, and just hearing everyone in the theater freaking out, laughing, just having a great time just made it way more enjoyable than it already was. Absolutely. So, yeah, for sure enjoyed it. So a good theater experience. Yes. So maybe give it your money. Maybe. It's an idea I had. (laughs) It's <laughs> a really good idea. What's a novel like, concept? Like, maybe give it your money. Let's do it. It's like maybe, maybe it breaks its own record with uh, you know top R rated of all time, and yeah. maybe Deadpool like, three happens sooner. Up. Maybe uh, in the next like four that. seventeen, because I wouldn't be mad at it. Oh, I wonder why you of all people. I just would say feel that like part. I just maybe Deadpool's my guy. I, 
I love that hat, by the um, way. Yeah. For I, anybody who's on iTunes, um, Koi's hat, uh, it's, yeah. It's Koi's like hat a, is bae. It's like a three-sided hat. Like, it's a lot of Deadpool. I'm very, like, finding this hat was... Oh, I wow. found the last known physical Spencers. Oh, I found a Spencers. Remember those from the nineties? Yes, I, I found do remember Spencers. Spencers. Right? I found one in real I life. Got this really hat was excited in about it. that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amy, yeah. OG Spencers fan. I guess so. I so, guess so. Spoiler free thoughts. What did you think? Uh yeah, I've seen it three times now. And uh all of them have been in two D for it. And uh the first crowd was like the screening crowd mm-hmm. and was uh surprised they like they were really all about it. Yeah. And then like the the second crowd that I saw it with I guess it was just the timing. It was just like, no, oh, okay. And then the third was uh, even less, but it seemed really? like people really super enjoyed it. Yeah, like I just saw it Calmly. last night. Yeah, they very calm. There were a lot of chuckles. And like, yeah, I was like, oh, the Deadpool. <laughs> I was like, oh. Was like, <laughs> we're watching, um, you know, water polo. With the pinky. Horse polo, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, but you definitely got the feeling that everybody was enjoying what they were saying. They were just enjoying it in different ways. Uh, for me, for my like progression of the different ways of Deadpool, the first time I I saw it, I wasn't completely on board with it mm-hmm. because um, I guess um, maybe the first one held such a high esteem for me. I felt like there was a, a lot of heart that yeah. was explored in there with the uh, the relationship between um, Wade and Vanessa and then these being these messy trash people that found each other and I really enjoyed that. And then with the second one, I at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of missing for me. And then the second, but the second time I saw it, I was like, oh no, wait, it's there. I, it just wasn't delivered in the way that I was expecting it. It right. was still delivered. And then along with that, you have um, fantastic comedy, like um, <laughs> holding it up. And with this foundation of action, that's also going on with it. So it's it's actually a very solid movie. I'm glad that I said, you know, it's like a super solid sequel, mm-hmm. very rewatchable, which obviously it is. Yeah. I've seen it three times with three different groups of people. And um, I guess with it, I enjoy how it sets the the line for you, yeah, and then it keeps on stepping over it, yeah. As you continue um, in the movie, obviously not saying any spoilers with it, but um, you feel like you're going to have one thing. It gives you that thing uh, in a in a twisty way, and then gives you even more. So I do enjoy that with this movie. For me, I have a lot of the same thoughts. Uh, the first time I watched it, I actually was like okay, this is really fun, but it doesn't feel like my Deadpool. It feels like a Deadpool. And and then the second time, I stopped comparing it to the first movie, and mm. I really loved it. The first mo- the first time I watched it, I was too busy comparing it to the first movie, and the second time, I was like, oh, I'm getting a Deadpool movie. What am I doing? And then, like, so, so the way I've been describing it to people is it's, I know it's the same writers, but metaphorically, it felt like a different creative team, a different set of writers on a different run of Deadpool. It's like when a new mm. volume comes out, like volume one, issue one, this was volume two, issue one. Like, it was a different team uh, as far as it felt and I once I accepted that I loved it and I think mm. it also depends on your audience in the theater because the first time I watched it um, I felt like people were like not as boisterous as I felt so I felt mm-hmm. like that guy oh. I felt like the guy like ha <laughs> oh, oh no. like the guy that like <laughs> Like, we, were, we were laughing our butts off. We were, but every but time I finished ball. the laughing, there was just silence, silence around me. So, like, I felt like me and Mercury were like, yeah! yeah! And then, like, everybody's like... Um, and that's never a fun feeling yeah. to feel like... But then the next viewing, uh, I saw it twice in one day. I saw the night screening, and that was much more boisterous. And then I saw it opening night. So, like, everyone that had waited in line, everyone. So, like, the diehards. And, like, that was also... If you came up to me that night, that was amazing. I So many people were like, you're the Deadpool guy from the internet! And I was like, I 
Oh the dead Deadpool. It was amazing. Excellent. Like, so it was like my people, and like it was yeah. so cool to be like amongst the diehard Deadpools. So that mm-hmm. crowd was obviously like the one. So every time I rewatch it, gets bigger, it gets bolder. You notice jokes you miss, uh, much like Infinity War. Like you laugh over jokes, and then mm-hmm. you rediscover them on multiple yeah. viewings. So I really enjoyed it, um, and it only gets better. I do like the first one more. I will go on record. I think the first one's heart, uh, the Marina Baccarin character copycat, and the way they use Vanessa is so important to Wade. And I love yeah. they they that's not as integral to the comics. They added that, and that movie felt so. It was a love story. It was our first like. I love their relationship and it felt like a full-on Valentine's Day movie. The ads weren't lying and I love that they made this bond. So the second movie was a great sequel. It just felt like beating heart of Deadpool felt like it was slightly out of place to use movie canon. So <laughs> I would say that actually hearing you guys talk about it last week helped me go into it not comparing it to the yeah, first good. one. Okay, so I that's think good. that's why the first time around, the only time I've seen it so far, I think that's why I enjoyed it a little bit more than... Maybe yeah, the average person. Good, maybe good. a lot so, of the yeah. live chats yeah. saying the same that they they liked it because they had the the expectation of separating. It. So yeah. if you're watching this now, while we're spoiler free, if you haven't seen it, one, turn your sound off soon. Two, go into it knowing it's a separate movie. It is bigger, bolder, and uncut, and then you'll you'll appreciate it differently. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anything else non spoilers? Um, no, but I do want to ask you: if, When did you have the chimichanga? Was it before the first time, before the second time, or before the third time? Did that affect the way you watched it? It was before the third time because okay. when I saw it the first two times, it was I knew I was about to do a ton of press, and I was uh, so worried about my skin, uh, and that's the chimichanga yeah. reason. So I waited until Deadpool Day with people, and I actually invited a bunch of people that were at the Deadpool screening if they wanted to come with me. So oh, when I went to Salsa and Beer, uh, it ended up being an hour and forty five minute wait because Salsa and Beer is that good. Uh, <laughs> they, they watched apparently, they, yeah, so they went to go. They could have left food. and saw Deadpool, but uh, the it was amazing. I had a steak piccato chimichanga, which is a steak potato burrito chimichanga, okay. uh, which is not li- sponsored. Guys, that sounds but, like seven uh, very pounds impressive. Of food. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the plate was bigger than my laptop. Like <laughs> rice beans, and then the actual it was like this size of my arm burrito. Excellent, it was fantastic. Excellent. Um, so non spoiler chimichangas are dope. Uh, are we ready to spoiler up? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead All and right, spoiler let's up. let's spoiler yeah. up. We're spoilering it up, people. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yes. We are going to 10,000 leagues under the sea. So so just to be clear, the blue means it's still sp- it's spoiler filled. So the, okay. the red was not spoiler. Right. <laughs> it's a little I backwards today. That. It's a little it's, backwards. Uh, you yeah. Well, Cable is uh, blue, it's, it's and spoiler. we're going to talk about the things involving Cable spoilers. Okay. <laughs> Branding. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Marquia, spoilery thoughts. Uh, yeah, okay. So, with this, I'm going to start with the one that is, uh, the what to me is like the absolute best one, where with Deadpool, you're like, great, I'm going to have X4 set up. We're going to have so many X4 <laughs> scenes. Like, look at this trailer. We've got Shatterstar, you know, getting people with his, his swords. We've got Bedlam. He might be using, you know, <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know we've, got, we've got all of this. This is happening. And then... <laughs> And then high wind advisory, and they kept on saying it. They kept on saying, hey, there's a high wind advisory. You didn't get it. We kept thinking it was a joke, but no, it's a plot point. Until they're out of that airplane, and then they're just twirly-dwirly, you know. It's like, look at those magnificent MFs. Uh, (laughs) And then you just go 
kill them. You kill all of X Force, and I was so about it. Yeah, I was giggling like like I don't even know what. It was amazing to me. I. <laughs> And then I loved, I loved how Deadpool was peak Deadpool. Like it had just happened. He's like, oh, after all this time, I just, I still can't talk about it. Uh, as he steals somebody's the moped. The moped. That, the that's moped. so important in the comics. The moped. He steals the moped to then go after an armored, uh, an armored like vehicle. Yeah. It was just, this is excellent. That was excellent to me. X Force. X Force. X Force. Uh, you, what's some of your favorite spoilery thoughts? Freaking Domino. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I so, I mean, obviously, yeah, we saw a little bit about X-Force and I wasn't expecting all the people dying, but I love that Domino, I mean, she just has the best of luck and I didn't really know how they were going to play with that. Yeah. And so even just her walking through and all the cars are flipping around and I was like, ah, what a be Domino. Um, yeah. And the whole Vanessa situation at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. I was welling up, and I was like, "Wait a second, no, are we gonna we're gonna do this?" And, and then the opening credits are all saying your thoughts. Wait, yes. did, did they, they just really kill just her? these? I yes. love what that because how do you yes. top the opening credits of the first one? Oh, you make it a joke in like yeah. I was like, yeah. "Wow, you guys are you guys are doing great." And <laughs> directed by the guy that killed one of the two guys, of the two guys, killed guys John that killed John Wick's dog. I was like, "Oh my god." That's it's like yeah you're not lying they are there. no lies detected <laughs> <laughs> I love how Deadpool they just they don't give a beep you At know all. what I mean yeah and that I like that for that reason so you know when you go watch other movies in general but especially Marvel movies you kind of have an idea of what you're gonna get so Deadpool to me is just so far left or right and you're like whoa let's, yeah. I'm in for the ride so mm-hmm. um, yeah the Vanessa part was just wait a second um. Yeah, and just the the action sequences. Some of them were just like very, very intense, and yeah, I I love myself some good action sequences. So they did a good job. One quick thing though, with like the opening sequence, and you didn't get it, or I didn't get it until um, my second or third viewing. When um, in the opening sequence, and Deadpool has his like butt to the camera, and he's like, oh. <laughs> and then there's like these graphics of pins. Yeah, which is foreshadowing later. Right? Yeah. Right. His prison wallet? Yes. <laughs> I hear oh you rummaging gosh. in there. <laughs> Ew, yeah. Like, what are your spoiler thoughts? So I loved <laughs> that we have two movies in theaters right now, both starring Josh Brolin, that mm. feature death. This ah. movie turned Myrna Bakker in. They turned Vanessa into death. Basically, the character of Death in the comics and Wade have this unrequited love story. That was the character. And I love that every time he'd go into that dream state, he'd be courting Death. That's a thing I never thought I'd see that's so important in the comics. I love that he courted Death and it was his Death. It was his Vanessa. That was beautiful. And that allegory was amazing. So I was so upset they killed her. And then by like the... Was accepting that she was gone and I once I, I was like oh they're turning her into death this is brilliant I also mm-hmm. love that this was the best X-Men movie we've had uh, I mean like I love Days of Future Past I love uh, First Class but to me this was a full blown X-Men movie there were like that shot by the way of the <laughs> door like I love that they covered yes. uh, two movies worth of plot holes with seven frames 
I love that they were like, why aren't they there? They don't want to deal with Deadpool's crap. So, like, like, no, who does? What? Who does, <laughs> honestly? Shot. Cameo plus plot contrivance, brilliant. Uh, and I also love that the movie, the scope escalated while still feeling on brand. All the jokes felt mm-hmm. like still Deadpool jokes. Cable yes. felt like he belonged in Deadpool's universe. Right. The X-Force and them dying felt like that fit in Deadpool's world. So everything uh, that this movie did got me more excited for X-Force because I know they can now build a universe that feels stable. It doesn't feel like we had a dick joke one movie and then mm-hmm. the next movie they're like, what do we, how do we, and they recycled. They didn't. It just expanded. So I, it made me excited for the world building. Nice. I, I very much enjoyed how they preserved and were able to show the relationship that Domino and Deadpool have in the comics. Yeah. Where it's it's like it's familial between the two of them. And then even like that lighthearted banter. I mean, Deadpool, obviously, innuendo banter, yeah. uh, you know, out the wazoo. But between He's going in the back. He's inside you. Like, Accidental you innuendo. Do you hear yourself right now? You hear yourself, right? And it's platonic. Oh they're like, they're yeah, like a exactly. brother-sister. Yeah, you're right. And that's exactly how it is in the comics. And they were able to, to do that. And then I wonder if that was... Um, uh, part and parcel with some of the reshoots. Like, for instance, when you have uh, Deadpool when he is trying to serenade Colossus um, oh, into the final fight, and then he's uh, going back to the taxi, and Deadpool's just there in the window, oh, yeah, like, yeah, all no. smiles, <laughs> and she'll be like, you're marvelous. And it's like, yes, that's how they are in the comics. That is perfect. And she was so, like, effortless. I love, mm-hmm. like, the shot of her, like, falling into the panda. And the panda, by the oh, way, my gosh. a great nod to her visual in the comics, because the black <laughs> because guy in white. Yeah, the Lago. Well, I got it yeah. now. Isn't that great? Like, she yeah. literally falls into a visual representation of her of herself. Self. Beautiful mm-hmm. metaphor. Excellent. Uh, and I also love that he listed a series of Deadpool, I mean, of uh, Uncanny X-Men comics that feature Juggernaut on the cover. Yes. He literally, all three of those comics are iconic Juggernaut cover comics that he's <laughs> yelling at the Juggernaut. Like, how do we yes. get this lucky? That was epic fanboy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. Like, yelling, yeah. like, I loved you in blah, blah, blah. Deadpool's doing it for me. But it's amazing. <laughs> and the credits. Oh, it God. Said, it said Juggernaut voice uh, as himself. Do you know who really voiced him? Mm, no. Ryan Reynolds. What? No. Juggernaut was Ryan Reynolds. Nice. Isn't that amazing? I that enjoy is this. so cool. I enjoy this so this much. This also had more Easter eggs that people don't realize unless you're a really, really, like some mm. obscure characters from like Cable and Deadpool number 17 showed up. Nice. Uh, and I, I'm actually going to drop a video because I wanted to do it in the show, but there's so much weird stuff. I'm going to do another video that is just <laughs> Easter eggs because it's, you can go on the internet and read all the pop culture Easter eggs, oh, but yeah, there's yeah. like literally characters that appear in four frames in one comic that are parts in this movie. Excellent. And they that means they really like invested. And the, when he calls and he's like, Hey, this is Gail. I just want to say the shiny suit really brings out the child, like blah, blah. the ch- uh, sex trafficker. Sex trafficker. That's referencing Gail Simone, the person that invented the oh, okay. red Vespa and brilliant comic writer of Deadpool. Gail. Excellent. Like, I d- love d- it. D- That's d- really good writing. I love, I love Gail Simone's work. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that they would have her for well. More, more things, all sure, the things. X-Force things. I know. But I love more that she got a name drop, a literal name exactly. drop in the movie. Like, how brilliant is that? Nice. I liked also the the interaction between Cable and Deadpool, mm-hmm. like the fighting, and then at the end when Deadpool's kind of dying, and then he dies, and then he doesn't. All of that. Yeah, that was really cool to watch, and I think that was one of the parts because I didn't know where it was going to go if they were really going to make him die. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. because of Vanessa. So then when he dies and Cable's just looking over there and then the teddy bear is just like back to life and everything. That line about the teddy bear like so that was insane. such a painful moment turned into a joke when when he comes up yeah. and he's like why you this crazy guy's a dirty hobo, hobo teddy bear. Hobo bear. That's the blood of my child. And yeah. like Deadpool like 
uh, <laughs> I have a gluten sensitivity. Yeah. Like, that was so Deadpool. And oh also, like, gosh. that's the thing is people think Deadpool's just a quip machine. That pregnant pause was more Deadpool than the joke. It was like, I'm insecure. Here's a joke. Can we rewind that? Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's yeah. life. And then they actually end up being able to rewind yeah. that. Yeah. And I love that he said his daughter's name was Hope. Yes. You know, um, I, I was trying to, and I only really noticed him oh, in the third screening, yes. um, but when he's doing uh, the time thing at the mm-hmm. end, there's lettering on the watch. And it oh. says it says cable, and then it says something else. And I couldn't catch it. I think it said Buchler's or something like that. But it said, I in my head, I was like, does that say Cable Summers? It could. <laughs> like Nathan Cable Summers? Um, but it definitely said Cable, and then it said something else behind that. If anybody on the internet can find that. I, I actually don't expect to find that until, like, yeah, like digital either comes Either viewing out. five or six, or a Blu-ray where I can go... Yeah, and that's going to yeah. be, a, this is one of those movies where you can like frame by frame too, because there are so many like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was Wild Child in the prison. They kept cutting that blonde Ooh. guy with the long hair that looked really feral. I think that was Wild Child, same okay. it's like minion guy. And I guarantee there's nice. tons of like, pe- like you pause yeah, in that prison, I, that looked like an Easter egg city. I was looking for other X-Force members. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see like feral in there yeah. kind of thing, because I love the dynamic that I she brings to man. it. Oh, I was oh, thinking get, like a bunch of one guy in a well, cell. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to because of oh, the, the mutant suppressing. Touché. Yeah, so he would have been like one the guy. Most, the Maybe most he normal was person. in there, or he's in the cell by himself. Or yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm just I'm thinking about all the characters that I mean. If you've never read Deadpool or know about X Force, it's like wow, they could really do so much. Yeah, and yeah. it could be fun for anyone to be able to just. Go frame by frame. Yeah. See, okay, so that looks like they could belong to something. Mm -hmm. It was probably put there on purpose. Um, I love movies that do that. They really invest in every detail. Yeah. Um, We're going to probably do about like five minutes of spoilers. So if the live chat, if you guys have any questions or if anything, like you just had a great Mm -hmm. point, like there are things you might not know. So if you want to ask in the next few minutes, now is the time. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Real quick. I wanted to talk about the, uh, the two little cameos. I really love, well, technically three cameos. I really loved first Mm -hmm. off, I think the one that takes it the most is um, The Vanisher. One of the yeah. best cameos ever. Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. Oh my we, god, I love we that We got Brad part. Pitt. We yeah. got Brad Pitt as canon. The last the thing they shot. That was the last thing they shot. Brad Pitt, so fun ridiculous. fact about that cameo, and Anthony, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Brad Pitt was... The director was Brad Pitt's stunt double and stunt coordinator to a bunch of movies. They became friends. That was the last thing they shot on the Fox lot, and Brad Pitt did it for scale and a coffee, but the coffee had to be hand-delivered by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That so, is my favorite story. Excellent. <laughs> Thought you needed to know that. It made excellent, me real happy. Excellent. That's so good. And then the other two was, um, so the Rednecks played by Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk. Yeah. That, oh. was, Alan that was fantastic. <gasps> Did you see how Matt Damon was credited? No. How was he credited? Yeah, how, Matt Damon wasn't credited as Matt Damon. He was credited as his name as the alias in The Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, wow. So not only was Matt Damon incognito, he was meta incognito. So they broke the fourth wall by referencing a reference to a character hiding as a character in another movie. Yeah. It was was something else. That conversation was just like, oh, baby wipes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And then the dry wipe and the blow dryer to bring it home. That was Matt Damon. Yep. Matt Damon's got a regimen. I respect it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Especially after some chimichangas, you gotta take some self care. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the baby wipes reminded me of the little. Legs. Oh, the baby scene, oh the basic god. instinct moment. Oh my god, that it's was his basic instinct. <laughs> That, that was, was so uncomfortably funny. I loved yeah. it so I much. Really, I really do. It's like, look, look at that little guy. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. He's doing he's it. Really doing he's it. really when doing he it. He stands up. It was. Yeah. Oh and some people were saying it went on a little too long. And I was like, That's no, the joke. it did. That's no, no. the joke is how like. 
It's like, I, I, I have a proposition it. for you. <laughs> okay, who wants, who wants to say it first? You might be wondering why I didn't invite you here. <laughs> I also love the, uh, uh, this is very, I'm going to get all sorts of SJW. Blah, blah. I loved how uh, fluid sexuality was in this movie. <laughs> I really oh, yeah. loved Yukio's relationship. I loved mm-hmm. uh, the actual concern of Deadpool sleeping with Colossus that Vanessa had. Yes. I loved, like, which, that's a real concern. Which is legit, you know, might, total, might be totally, a thing. Yeah. And yeah. I love that the movie didn't make it an issue. The movie didn't go yeah. like, look at that lesbian couple. It went like, you guys are a cute couple. Didn't make a thing of it. And I really exactly. respect that. Like, it took us to get Deadpool to have a very openly homosexual character in a mainstream superhero movie. It took us a character that's literally like, I'm gonna tell every joke that's not appropriate. Look what else I did. Like, the movie had to break mm-hmm. that barrier, and I love that this movie didn't... I, you're, it's always concerning when you have a character that's so crass that they'll go too far. And this movie, yeah. I feel like, didn't with love, and I thought that was amazing. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit frustrating when um, something comes out or a release, and then um, after the fact, and then it'd be like, oh, by the way, um, this particular character um, was this part of the you know sexual <laughs> Double Doors gay, we never said it, but trust us. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna make a prequel. He won't be gay there either, but trust us. Yeah, Come like on! It's yeah. like that's weird. It's, it's not enough. It's like a Valkyrie's uh, bisexuality. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I feel like it would have um, brought even more to that scene yeah. when you when you realize why that Valkyrie is specifically well, why that Valkyrie is launching herself in front of Valkyrie. Yeah, the love <laughs> to, is love. Yeah, or, or was that Scrapper two four nine? Yeah, Scrapper one two four nine. Chat room, tell me which Scrapper <laughs> it is. I think it's Scrapper two four nine. Um, yeah, I, I I mean I I don't understand why it's oh that's so taboo. We shouldn't put that mm. you know story in there. We shouldn't have this person have that aspect of their life in it so i did enjoy where yeah like you said it was a very real concern for vanessa she's like hey um so you know colossus is uh your best friend you're you might not be his best friend but he's a sensitive (laughs) artist you know there you go (laughs) i i really liked that it was a movie that took chances and it also i love that it kept referencing both stewart and mcavoy like the stewart helmet and then mcavoy physically being in the room i love that it like and we haven't even talked about the best post-credit scene of all time oh (laughs) Cleaning up the timelines. They went there. Oh my god, was that brilliant. They, they did the thing. How did you feel about it, Amy? I freaking loved it. I was waiting for more and more, and I was like, yeah, keep going, keep going. And yeah, it was funny. And I, I think they kicked it off wonderfully. You know, they kicked off the movie wonderfully, and then they ended it amazingly. Like, yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank I, you. I love that we finally got Wolverine, kind of. <laughs> Like, a still from that movie. Like, we got him. Well, that and on Hero Flakes. Oh, yes. And on the doll in the opening. Oh, man. Everybody, everybody always. Every audience. Every audience was all about it for that first one. And thank you, Beeping Goat 22, Scrapper 142. 142. And just um, fun fact, um, (laughs) uh, look at the Twitter account, uh, Tessa's Goats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Since they're Beeping Goat 22. So while we, uh, do we have any other spoiler thoughts? I mean, this movie, uh, I think, is definitely worth revisiting. We've all seen it. We've seen it multiple times. You're, yes. you're planning to see yeah, it again. Yeah, of course. Um, it's very funny, and the jokes go over each other a lot. Uh, and Anthony, what do you think? Yeah, I, I just had a, a thought on the uh, last credits, uh, post-credits scene. Yeah. I was just wondering, is that going to be canon or no? Just I think Vanessa comes back. I think. Is that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah like, definitely. Yeah. I, 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 no, no, no. I, I feel like I read somewhere that um, all of that was done as canon. Really? I felt like I feel like I read wow. that somewhere. Chat room, please feel free. And then thank what? you also. Um, it's possible that um, Scrapper One Four Two is based on the book number for Valkyrie's first appearance. Uh, Langley M. Neely. Oh, that's dope. Um, toss that out there. Uh, I would love for that to be for the you know 
they they pay attention to things like this, so I have no reason to believe that that's not true. Cause, oh, oops, sorry, God. Yeah, because I was just wondering if it is canon, like still sticking to it, if it's canon or not. Because if it is canon, doesn't that like dismiss almost everything that we saw in the film beforehand? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would say yeah. Deadpool is a character that can be like we can have two hours and have it negated because why? Not? And but we got Cable. We did it did evolve the story, but right. I think the what it, the evolution of the story is getting to is that like the moment for me that I was like oh I'm watching a Cable Deadpool movie was when he picked up the brick <laughs> and like Cable shooting and he's got a brick and he's just taking people out. So I was like oh it's Lethal Weapon. Like to me, Cable and Deadpool are Riggs and Murtaugh. Oh, like yes. one is too old for this stuff <laughs> and one is a, a Merc on the edge. Yeah. Yes. So when yes. that happened, I was like, oh, it's Lethal Weapon 17. And like that to me was the moment where I was like, oh, this is what Cable and Deadpool movie could be. So even if they retroactively negate the rest of the movie, that does give us Cable Deadpool. Right. I, I think they're going like to keep it. I think they're going to keep it. I think they're going to keep it all because I want Vanessa to be alive. I want X-Force. X-Force. I want X-Force. <laughs> Although yeah. I do like the idea of her becoming a Lady Death because that would make Isn't that beautiful? Like, perfect well, she already sense. has yeah. become it. Yeah, she, yeah they, that's she the arc. Yeah. They, they had yeah. that part of the story. I'd love to see more played with that character type. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also, and thank you, and uh, Mike Merchant, who's keen eye, I also love, did you notice the place was called the Essex House? Yes. Mr. Sinister? Oh my god. How did I not right? think of that? Yeah, Mr. Sinister. Of course. So of course. much for world building. And Take course, note, Brian Singer's X-Men series. This is how you build worlds. Yeah, and of course you're going to experiment on those kids. Of they course. were experimenting on those That's kids. It makes get, complete sense. How do you find the perfect genetic code? Oh. You have that kind of halfway house for mutants. And there you go. And, and who's, and who's going to listen to abuse mutant kids? Exactly. Nobody except for Deadpool. <laughs> I love that that's the character. I really love that Ryan Reynolds found the heart in this character. So many people don't know that. Like, that's the point. So, hey, four to five moments. Four to five moments. Four to five moments. Four to five movies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. X Force. X Force. -Force. Anything else uh, before we head into other territory? Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it. All right. Spoiler off. Spoilers over. Spoilers over. Now, the reason... Back to no, Red. No, welcome back, if you were muted. Spoiler free. Uh, yeah. The reason today's show is early and the reason the schedules are, are yeah. stuff is uh, we were going to have a special guest. He got very busy. Uh, I will still not announce his name, but I will announce the name that rhymes with his name, and that name is Mob Guyeld. And Mob Guyeld could not make it, but when mm. we have him on, we will be talking spoilers again. So between now and then, if you want to tweet yes. any of us questions, mm-hmm. thoughts, spoilery things, when we get Mob Guy yelled schedule sorted, uh, we'll talk more spoilers. Indeed. And perhaps there will be other people that we would also have on this show that we Perhaps. Can, perhaps. They might shatter things. Yes, they might. Who they knows? They might indeed. So, so we'll, we'll see if that, if that <laughs> ends up working out. They might be large, tall. Yes. Yes. Might be um, um, uh, gargantuan. Thick-skinned, perhaps. Yes, gargantuan and thick-skinned. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk box office briefly, but first I want to be uh, slightly narcissistic and shellfish, uh, selfish and enjoy shellfish, uh, and show you a minute montage that these guys actually haven't seen that I did yesterday that I'm very proud of. As you guys know, Deadpool's my boy, and this is literally only a minute, but it's freaking cool, and I <laughs> accidentally didn't have time to change out of this, so I went and saw Solo like this, and that was a choice. So, uh, check out this insanity from yesterday. First, I lost my eyebrows, then I got a Stanley mustache. <laughs> like, what was crazy to me is that looks like a corner on my face. That's just paint. And it looks like a, like a 3D out prosthetic. Nice. Oh my god. Is that crazy? Yeah, and uh, the uh-huh. artist is... Oh, uh, Jody Steele. Uh, very good friend of mine, friend of the show. Uh, Jody Steele is incredible at this. I've known her since before she started doing all this stuff, so it's, it's pretty cool. <gasps> mm-hmm. Seven, yeah. 
Right? It and just like, escalates. It's weird. Like the makeup itself has like its, its own like depth and like uh, like uh, texture to right. it. Right. I look like yeah. That actually Dude. feels. Isn't that insane? I, yeah. I love this so much. I love the duct tape that she chose right? to like put on the forehead. From the post that is perfect. How much fun was that? That was for and you? then walking like, around like that. It was like, look at the. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Wait, why did she decide to do a mustache? Oh, because you have a mustache. Have a mustache. There we go. <laughs> why, why does Deadpool have a mustache? Oh, Koi has a mustache. I figure continuity with all the shows I'm doing would be weird if I suddenly have a mustache. But uh, also got to use uh, the weirdest thing that I have, which is nerve damage in this eye. So we oh, painted okay. it, and I can just close this eye like a shutter, so I got to have the Deadpool eye. And Holy <laughs> moly. Fun interesting. Fact. Do it again. Do it again. Scars can turn into positivity, guys. Negatives can be good. There when you, you go. get a boxing accident and lose control of your eyelid, you can do weird videos. Yeah, because we are all fully fledged. <laughs> individuals, you know, with our huge, you know, life stories Flaws and histories, and that, that brings it into everything, yeah, so. I can't even wink, so that's <laughs> admirable. So, we are, shudder, it's like a shudder. When I'm too drunk or tired, just closes. Um, yeah, I try to wink and my mouth opens like, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's just like, ah. By the way. Ah. in. So, Deadpool made Buku Bucks. The only yeah. R-rated character that Deadpool couldn't take out was himself. <laughs> uh, you know, he does like to beat himself, but he could not beat mm-hmm. himself. Now, Deadpool 2 made a glorious $125 million, which is a lot of money for an R-rated movie, especially one opening after Infinity War, before Solo. So that means it made $300 million worldwide with the 176 it made international, which means as of opening weekend, plus the $700 million Deadpool 1 made, this is a billion-dollar franchise what? in one weekend. Yeah! Which means what? we're getting more. Which means we're definitely getting more because we need to make yeah. up a b- 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 billion dollars. Uh, so it took out it, which is incredible. Uh, it almost took itself out. It made uh, like a little over. It made one thirty three, I believe. Uh, Deadpool one, but this is now going to be going up against Infinity War again mm. and Solo. So I'm hoping it has legs. So if you haven't seen it or haven't seen it seven times, perhaps go through again. <laughs> <Seven times. laughs> Get Deadpool alive. Um, so it did really well, and I think it's all but greenlit for the next one because of how well that did. Um, I am proud of these numbers. What do you guys think about the box office? Uh, yeah, I think it makes uh, complete sense. Um, I love how strong of a showing that it has. Uh, like I said, rewatchability is really great with different groups of friends, especially like friends that maybe it's like, um, oh, like we're friends, but we're more like acquaintance friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, um, like I went with a work friend, you know, um, cool. yesterday. Like, uh, and yeah, and it was like, oh yeah, we we have a lot of fun on our RPG together. Like, let's go see a movie. We like, let's go see Deadpool, and we did. And then afterwards, it's just like, oh my god, let's talk about all the Deadpool things. So it's really good. It's yeah. like it's like it's a bonder. That's a conversation. It's a, movie. it's a conversation. Yeah, and it's a little bit dirty in, in the fun <laughs> way. So, and so Lang- Langley, I agree. People are like, oh, it didn't do as well as the first one. It's a failure. Uh, no, no, no. Seriously? It opened after that, and it's one of the top three grossing R rated movies in the opening weekend of all time. That is in no way a yeah. failure. Internet slash people that Langley, yell at them, Langley, <laughs> yell at them. Uh, also, I really like that it is a movie that will do well on video. It is a movie that did well enough, mm-hmm. like opening. I, I, think, mm-hmm. I think we're in for a lot of Deadpool in the future. Um, I had another Deadpool thought, but it lost me. So, Spider-Man. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, this news is just... Oh, do you remember, like, maybe, like, a year plus, two years, maybe, ago? A long ago, time ago. We were, A long time ago. We were talking about, like, oh, who will we want to see, like, show up in the Spider-Verse, uh, Spider-Man-Verse? And it's like, uh, Mysterio? Yeah. And Obviously. not just Mysterio, the number one name, all but confirmed... Oh, my God. ...is the guy I've been wanting to play Spider-Man. 
Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, Jake Gyllenhaal, to me, he was almost Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire was like, my back hurts, I hurt it really bad, I don't know if I can be Spider-Man, very understandable, uh, and then asked for too much money. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a brilliant actor. He's one of like the guys I've wanted for so many different roles. He's got darkness, he's got lightness, he's got range. Like mm-hmm. If he brings the energy of Oakja and the darkness of Nightcrawler, oh. plus the intensity of Prisoners, he could be anyone. Uh, so yeah. Mysterio, it's a hard role. He's got a fishbowl in his head. So yeah. I want someone like, you know what I mean? I mean, it kind of depends on what route they're going to go with Mysterio. Yeah. I mean, uh, to to do a little backstory of yes. what I know. You said fishbowl, and I was like, okay. <laughs> sure. But yeah, yeah, a little a little bit backstory of Mysterio. I mean, he's he's one of those villains that I particularly really enjoy. Um, if you ever saw, um, oh, oh God, what was that? Joss Wheaton, um, short film, Hammer. Uh, oh wait, I know this. I know this one. Um, wait, yeah. Doctor uh, Horrible. Doctor Doctor Horrible singing the yes. um, Doctor Horrible to me is Mysterio. Like that. That is yeah, um, that particular that. Okay. character, which is why I always saw that particular actor uh, playing Mysterio. Because in my in my my movie, you would have like this fumbling, but. Um, he's he's an evil villain. He's yeah. he's a villain. So um, doing that. But when you have a, a I can't say his name right, Jake Gyllenhaal or Jake Gyllenhaal. 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 Um, when you have Jake Gyllenhaal, you can go into the dark corners with like mm-hmm. Mysterio, but still oh, have him yeah. be a screw up. Um, another like little backstory thing. He is uh, Mysterio is in uh, Spider Man games. I believe the one that I saw him in was uh, someone that was on GameCube. Yeah, there was an Activision GameCube. game on PS1 Activision. and GameCube. Okay, because uh, I've, I played I've, that game. I've owned and played them yep. all. I'd have to go through my, my console box. <laughs> yeah, my console box oh, that's wow. under my bed. But just so that you know with Mysterio, um, they have it where it's, I think it's like in an abandoned opera house or something and you're mm-hmm. and you're a, you're a Spider-Man. You're about to fight Mysterio and then as he's standing there, he has like four life bars that like fill up um, and for big boss battles, for life bars, it's like, oh god, this is insane. Yeah, you know, let me pause this, get some Mountain Dew, some Doritos, <laughs> because this is going to take forever. So then you go after Mysterio. He like charges up to get you. You hit him once, and then all of the life bars go yep. right out. So what? you're like, they get this big boss battle, but yeah. he's that kind of villain. Sometimes there was also the time when he like was the size of four houses, and he was like this giant figure in the middle of things. Mm. You assume, but it's all an illusion. He's Mysterio. So yeah, like it's depending how they play him. Uh, yeah, in but, the comics, he's a stunt guy. Uh, he's a stunt okay. guy and illusionist, and he basically uses his like wire work plus illusion skills plus CGI skills to trick people so you don't know what reality is. And a lot of times he's <gasps> in a control room or exactly. he's like one of 20 of him. or It's really cool. And that yeah, reminds and, me of like, Legion and having the reality stone. It could totally work nice, that way. Nice. That's um, and then, uh, Koi, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, I feel like it was Mysterio was the one that with Old Man Logan was the one that tricked. He was part of it. Yeah, that tricked Logan into taking out the entire school, like the entire um, Professor Xavier um, school. So he made Logan think that they were all like a bunch of villains attacking him, like Sabretooth and Omega Red, and he's just stabbing children to death. Yeah, Yeah, it's a dark. It can go dark. It can go super dark, which is why this is a fantastic actor. And and I love that this casting doesn't give us what the answer is. Like it could Mm. go really dark, like Nightcrawler. Could go really crazy, like Oakja. Could go Bubble Boy. We don't know. Also, oh, I, I want I want a little bubble boy <laughs> I'm now. I'm just saying. I need some bubble boy. Bubble boy. He's gonna be bubble boy. Oh. 
he'll be Bubble Boy again, just as Mysterio with the fishbowl. There you go. Um, okay. But I, I love, and also like Donnie Darko, it showed like that dark, depressing darkness. Like you can see the, the yeah. angst. So I think he's a fantastic actor. Um, and I also think that, and someone in the live chat, I agree. If you can make the vulture costume work, you can make Mysterio's costume work. Thank you. I, that li- freaking... I live. I live for those cloud boots. Those yeah. claw boots. And that those fur making it work, like, that they was beautiful. Did. So this is one of my favorite casting in a while. I'm a big fan of both the character and how the character can be visually represented in the movie is the scope is huge. You can make this, like, in- inter- Inception meets Interstellar. Like, the visuals can be insane. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. I hope, I hope yeah. this is I hope this is the thing. I hope this is the do. I kept saying Interception in my brain, and that's not a movie. <laughs> Interception. <laughs> um, how about inter- Interjections. <laughs> interjections. It's mysterious. Facial excitement. Our emotion. <laughs> Exclamation point. Um, so I'm very excited about it. It's not official, official, but Hollywood Reporter is reporting on it. That's all but official. In Final Talks means good things. Uh, the thing I was going to say about Deadpool that I forgot came Yay. back to me. Uh, there's an insane Easter egg that actually makes fun of them keeping T.J. Miller. Uh, do you remember how we talked about um, T.J. Miller being in the movie after the bomb threat, which was crazy? Right, So T.J. Right. Miller um, he's, had... He's the one that plays a weasel. weasel. Yeah, so yeah. So apparently not always the best person. I don't know details. I don't know the guy. I don't like to speak ill of people exactly. I don't know. But... Mm-hmm. Ill has been spoken of him, not by me. Uh, apparently, there's a line in the news ticker when she's like, I'm Irene Merriweather, which, by the way, is a character in Cable and Deadpool who loves Cable, and they put her in the movie, which I love. <laughs> and on the news ticker on the bottom, it says, uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Plummer turns down role in Deadpool 2. Oh, my Lord. Meaning they're referencing Kevin Spacey to replace with Christopher Plummer, which in turn is referencing Christopher Plummer replacing their own problem with Excellent. Weasel. Brilliant. Excellent. That's how you get some marketing. There you go. Brilliant job, Deadpool 2. Yes. We're going to be talking about Easter eggs for the next 17 years. Hope you like the show. <laughs> um, so, speaking of Vulture and his beautiful suit, he's coming back. Yes. Do you guys like Vulture in the first one? Of course. Of course. I mean, uh, because you you kind of understood. You got it. He could be your dad because dads are <laughs> super old school. <laughs> They're just trying to provide. And mm-hmm. while I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm relating here. <laughs> I'm, I'm projecting my own <laughs> stuff on there. And it's like, um, yeah. And then dad found a way to make it work after it was taken away from him. Yeah. You know, by, uh, you know, damage control and uh, Tony Stark and, and everything. All it's canon. Like, I love it's all like, canon. Michael Keaton saying world-building Spider-Man terms in such a laissez-faire way was shocking for my brain. I'm like, Batman grew up, and now he's saying damage control. What's going on? He's holding Chitauri tech? What is this? The Tinkerer's over there? The Shocker's over there? I can't hang. One of the, well, honestly, one of my favorite scenes ever in films is that moment between Michael Keaton and Tom Holland in the car. Oh, the car scene. Yeah, the car scene. Oh, my gosh. Like, I want that again mm-hmm. so, so, mm-hmm. to know that he's going to come back. I'm like, <gasps> and that old jag there in his cannon. He drives that drag in the comics and the Dicko comics. <laughs> they even got the car right. Nothing <gasps> is wasted, people. Not Nothing. For, not for us. No. Not for people that pay attention. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. So keep doing it, Marvel. We notice. Uh, so I love that he's coming back. I love that they didn't do the like Marvel had a villain problem for a bit. We can admit. Yeah. I love they didn't kill him. I love they that he's coming back. They got over it. They though. can world build by keeping mm-hmm. good villains. Yeah. They have and the scene, the scene in the warehouse when he basically does the Green Goblin thing and uses his is that scene of him overpowering Spider-Man with his words yes. if he can do that in movie one having just met him I can't wait to see that character grow so I'm excited he's coming back and if he plays Super Mysterio cool. dope 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 uh, also Scorpion probably coming back if he is um, he, in, should. he should he should <laughs> he just got Scorpioned just, just did let, just him, did. let him get back in the game <laughs> there we go uh, so in the world of Marvel and great villains Infinity War Infinity War everything Infinity is whispered like X-Force 
X-Force. <laughs> X-Force. We have the official release date for Infinity War, along with a beautiful promo image of how bold and scopey that movie is. Uh, just look at that. Um, <laughs> the movie will be coming out on digital on July 31st, and on DVD and four. I'm sorry, and on 4K in August 14th, which means it might have just left theaters by the time you get it in your greedy <laughs> little hands, because that movie is still making money. Uh, it is still consistently in the top five. It is... On its way to $2 billion, which is what I think it'll make. I think it'll be one of the rare $2 billion club movies. Uh, and I really think that the digital sales are going to go crazy because just in time for the next thing, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the movie comes out on digital, which is brilliant. Because <laughs> um, the Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in July, so you will have just seen that and then you can go buy this movie and follow up again. It'll be like Black Panther. You can walk in one theater and another. There you go. Keep killing it. Yeah, I was actually talking to somebody with that because they uh, they waited so long to see like Black Panther that they uh, that was the last three movies that they saw: Black Panther, Infinity War, and then Deadpool. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, that's amazing! Yeah. I was like, wow, it's something like nineteen of the weeks out of like twenty one weeks have been superhero number ones in the box office. <laughs> it's like I don't remember the exact numbers, don't quote me, but it is a jarring more than eighty percent figure that mm-hmm. superhero movies just run in the game. <laughs> um, so they also have news about Infinity War saying that. Someone's death was fought against for quite some time because that certain character had just made a billion dollars. T'Challa was a death that everyone fought against, executive-wise, but that shows how much impact it had because there were people like, no, 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 no. It also shows the finality of this. It could be a bigger thing than we thought. He's coming back. But it is a bigger thing. He's, he's, okay, so back when, <laughs> back when uh, Chadwick Bosman signed on for Marvel, he signed on for a five-picture deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and with that, that's Civil War, uh, that's uh, Black Panther, Infinity War, mm-hmm. so we have two more. So we're at least going to get Black unless, Panther 2 and 3. Unless he's in the Panther realm, and just go visit him. <laughs> when, when Shuri becomes Black Panther and has to go visit, see her, her forefathers, when T'Challa's hanging what, out. Why are you trying to kill him? Why are you trying <laughs> to kill him for real? I'm just saying. Why are you trying to I'm put him saying, in the what if? He is not in the Necropolis, Koi. <laughs> Such a good phrase. Why are you trying to put me in the astral plane, bro? What are you, what are you doing? Astral plane, bro? <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> I need you to be dude sis, not dude bro right now. Don't negasonic me. Come on, come on. Keep me out of Necropolis. Don't you do it. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it, I'm so excited about what they can possibly do with this, with like yeah. those other two movies. And that's not even considering the scope of what could happen with, you know, either Comcast or Fox or Marvel or whatever. Yeah. That's not even putting that into it it's right. it's just about everything else and um for those that haven't had a chance to uh read or are you put off reading uh infinity war well actually it's uh, infinity gauntlet is actually what infinity war the movie is based mm-hmm. on but if you put off reading infinity gauntlet uh black panther doesn't make it into the conflict anyway the the snap happens um near the beginning and yeah. black panther is one of the halves of the universe that disappears mm-hmm. so Having him, in the movie, having him in the movie was great, and then him disappearing in Okoye's oh arms. Oh my gosh. Slaughtered me. So, Nate Moore, uh, the development and production executive at Marvel, big, big job, that's a lot of, that's a lot of commas, uh, said, I knew pretty well what they were talking about and personally urged them to reconsider, he said earlier this month. But the storytelling made sense, so I love that we got to see a little bit more of Wakanda in that film, and I hope to see how they're going to resolve that. Mm-hmm. We were very cued into the storyline of the Panther from his origin in Civil War, Anthony Russo said. The role that Panther and Wakanda played in this movie was sort of a bedrock of that movie, a bedrock of the MCU. I think Black Panther could have done half the business that it did and still would have been a valid creative choice. So yes. they knew how important he was even before it made all the money. Obviously, they knew he was going to dust before the movie mm-hmm. made all that money mm-hmm. so uh i just i love the reverence they treat to with um and just a quick aside i'm um, aunt manthony 
Uh, yes. Hey, uh, we just got our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minute finale from uh, oh, The Voice of Doom. So cool. if you want to check your uh, your email, it is in there. I'll get on that. So. Thank we're, you. we're almost to that section. Perfect oh. timing. Uh, now, this is a story specifically for Marquia. It is not video <laughs> games, but it is WWE's Titus O'Neil. Is it Titus or Titus? Titus. Titus, oh, yeah, I got it right. I am A-OK with us having a WWE and Marvel section. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm just pitching it right yeah, to okay. you. Well, I you have to explain who this person is. Educate oh, okay. me. Um, for those that aren't into wrestling, uh, Titus O'Neil, he is uh, well, he, he's a wrestler in WWE. He's He's been a part of a number of, I guess you call it, factions. Mm-hmm. Um, he was part of uh, primetime players um, before where it was just like, Okay. Uh, <laughs> this could be an hour. Okay. Re- re- wrestling is, is a heck of a drug. Yeah. Okay. So where he is right now, um, he's part of uh, um, Titus Worldwide, and he's he's got a particular brand of being uh, Titus. He, he's he's kind of a he's kind of a goof, but he's a very tall, muscular goof. So there's that. It's interesting that um, since we're having more. Uh, WWE people like in well not just MCU just movies in general mm-hmm. like yeah. um, you have The Rock uh, Dwayne Johnson who cannot do wrong mm-hmm. he could he um, I still need to watch the Tooth Fairy movie but I will oh, watch it yeah. eventually the, the John Cena's new movie is incredible I love it yeah Blockers, yeah, Blockers. Yeah, Blockers yeah. was so funny I, en- I enjoyed yeah. that and then of course you have Batista as Drax so for Titus uh, saying uh, specifically well there, it's a pretty long tweet <laughs> but basically um, he's saying uh Hey, Batista, I'll be seeing you soon. So you know, just uh, just saying, be blessed, man. Oh, yeah. I'm also blessed, and uh, might might be uh, hanging around uh, anything with you. And it's like with this, I I'm I'm okay with this because it's there's. I'm I'm not the hugest fan of Titus ever. Mm-hmm. Just um uh, not of the man, obviously, but like um of of, mm-hmm. of the persona. Um, but I do really enjoy the Titus brand mm-hmm. kind of a thing. I feel like they've really brought that around. Um, he has like a yeah yeah. You know what? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I absolutely adore this. Uh, uh, Aunt Manthony just put up a picture of uh, Tony Stark uh, and a bunch of dollar dollar bill y'all That's just flowing in the wind. And he's, you know, yes, I will take that. That is Titus Brand. So Ooh, to Char- have him... Charles Lee suggests him for Tombstone. I love that idea. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. I like that. Um, with with him, I'm not sure of uh, the acting chops with him. I haven't seen him in anything acting-wise. Just like him, you know, throwing his weight around the ring, yeah. you know, when it comes to WWE. But I feel like that, that could be a really nice, well, pop for fans like me. And then maybe for Marvel people, an intro into more of the things with wrestling. Because I just want everything to become this, like, gelatinous fandom. <laughs> One big Marvel so, world. So yeah. we can just all talk about everything, anywhere. So it's nothing official by any means, mm-hmm. but it's very exciting. Uh, he's also saying how much he looks like a Marvel character, which is Guardians, maybe. But uh, we don't know anything yet. Mm-hmm. And... Speaking of the world of one giant gelatinous mess of glory in pop culture, <laughs> 31% of all domestic box office to date is Marvel movies. One third oh. of everything, and it's May, is a Marvel movie. So I just want to point out Black Panther, Infinity War, and now Deadpool. That's 31%, and worldwide, the three titles make up 57% of the top 10 Hollywood titles. That is an accurate image 
Uh, that's insane, and we still haven't gotten Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom, or on the DC side, Aquaman. So, by year's end, especially with Aquaman, we will have so much of the revenue from the year be from comic book <laughs> movies. Um, it's That's crazy. Like, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think, will do very well. It's not going to do Deadpool or Infinity War numbers. Uh, I think Venom will do very well, not either of those numbers. And then I think Aquaman is going to be a lot of people like, oh, after Wonder Woman, let's see what they got. So, yeah. I, mean, I think that's going to do gangbusters, especially Christmas. So, by mm-hmm. year's end, so much superhero money, some Tony Stark money, Flowing, uh, so it's not it's not fully news, and I'm just I'm gonna I love box office tracking. So 31. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. That's what? insane. Every dollar you have in the bank, imagine if a third of that was from one person, how much you'd love them. So, yeah. So, wow. you know, more money. You know the, right? For it's those like, friends that sneer at uh, Marvel movies, yeah. it's just like, oh, no, 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 it's like, this is like 31%. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. NBD, 31%. Well, 21K, it's, seven of that is Marvel's. <laughs> it's a great time in the great world that we live in to be a nerd. Yes. Yes. I Most appreciate and love it. That uh, is a fact. And you know where you can go if you're a nerd? You can go to the Seattle Museum, which we have briefly talked about, but I just wanted to give it some love because it is open until January. So if you're in Seattle or if you have a plane, you probably have more than $21,000, but use that plane <laughs> to go to Seattle. Uh, and there is a 10,000 square foot exhibit that is the Museum of Pop Culture, and they have over 300 of Marvel movie and comic items. We have a whole rundown on it. We'll tweet about it. There's an arc reactor. There's Loki's helmet. There's a battered shield. It's dope, dope, dope. Uh, personally, having gone to the, the Infinity War premiere, seeing the costumes changed mm. my life. Uh, I was way more excited, and I love the cast of Avengers, obviously. I was more excited about the stuff. Like, there were a bunch of Chris's over there, but there was stuff over here. <laughs> so go to Seattle and check it out. It's really cool. Uh, now we're getting into TV talk. Yeah, TV and talk. with TV talk, we have a certain... Oh, there it is. <laughs> so as we warm up into our jingle, we have three stories. We have to go through them quickly. We're going to give yes. the most love to a bearded gentleman you know and love. And that man is the one news. To you! That's it, guys. Marvelites, that's the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, and a hell of a finale it was to finish it off. We got an epic, epic Graviton versus Quake fight. We know where the budget went now. Um, And one way, we got Graviton versus Quake and Deadpool spoilers, Juggernaut versus Colossus. (laughs) Two epic battles. What is this comic book world that we're living in? Um, I thought the finale was a great send-off for Agent Coulson. This was a great bookend for his character um, over the past five years. If the show had to end here, which they thought it might, it would have been a great way for this show to have just been his story. And really, that's what these five seasons are. Next season, I almost want them to just call it S.H.I.E.L.D. Secret Warriors, um, because I'm looking forward to it. If you're looking for timeline clarification on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this would have happened just before the snap, since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., did not do the thing. We didn't lose half our team. Um, but I think that when the show comes back, summer 2019, which is just after Avengers 4 slash Infinity War Part 2, whatever the hell it's going to be called, uh, <laughs> then we'll get to see what exactly happened to our team. Uh, whether half of them disappeared and come back, or we just lose half of them off screen, uh, who knows? Who knows where they'll pick up? We'll have to wait till then to find out. Until then... This has been the voice of Doom with your Agent Shield Minute. Doom. Doom. He's so serious. <laughs> so, actually, at the end of the show, Marquis and I both have pictures. We both ran into Doom this very week. But yes. before we get to that, Agents of Shield has finaled and is coming back. So that is, of course, the timeline he laid out. I'm very curious how they deal with that moment post-snap, because if they're coming out after Avengers 4, we'll see. Uh, we also, we are not, I'm not going to lie to you, we, Marquis and I are not caught up on Legion 
Amy yeah. is, but I want to give that show the credit it deserves. I can't watch it like half on. I can't. I have yeah. to like, and I haven't had time. It's superhero season. This is like like pilot season for actors. I can't sit. It, <laughs> literally, every everything's in two hour blocks. Yeah, for like the next next couple of foreseeable. Months. Yeah. Uh, up into Comic Con, and after that, we can breathe again. Yeah, I've got June 29th off, 29th off, and August 17th off, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't had time yet. Uh, but overall vibes without yeah. spoilers? Which is like, for the yeah. Legion? Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah, good. Good stuff. No singing mouse this time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lots of lots of interesting things going on. But quick little thing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know there's a lot of you guys in the chat that were heartbroken. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to spoil something that happened. In the finale, it's like pretty major. Well, can you can yeah. you do it uh, feelings wise? Then it's okay that you're heartbroken. You're not the only one. <laughs> good, yeah. good. Aww. Still trying to good. wipe away the tears, but everything's Verbal gonna be vague, fine. Vague quality work. There you okay. go. There you go. <laughs> so we will watch Legion, uh, and once this movie onslaught is slowed down, I want to give it its just desserts. We will definitely plan on it. We'll talk about it when we get there. Yes, most definitely. We promise. Just just like we did before when we had a. I, I had that really big episode with um, uh, Alan Kessler. If you, yeah. if you remember, we did like a season one like all deep over spill deep dive yeah movies are easier because they're like you can watch it you're done it's chunk yes. we'll do something similar with legion but we'll just absorb it so yeah uh speaking of tv shows that are deep dive <laughs> oh my Luke god Cage, oh season my god. two soundtrack details soundtrack so for me uh one of the biggest things i got out of luke cage was jadena jadena is now a it literally made my top 10 spotify i listened mm. to jadena so much it made that and i've seen him live twice dope so um, this means that Luke Cage's soundtrack means a lot to me, and this soundtrack is no different. It's going to be awesome. It has Ghostface Killer. It's got Faith Evans. It's got Stephen Marley. It's got, no, son of Bob Marley. Uh, it's got Esperanza Spaulding. There are so many people on this soundtrack, and the show sounds amazing. Um, the, several of the artists in the soundtrack perform live on the show, like that live concert they did in the first season, which yes. I love so much. I love that aspect to it, and I, I, I hope that they definitely do something like that i need some more live okay what i really want is that i just i want sade to be part of it i know that she's not doing she's not doing they got her for a wrinkle in time i just kind of want she would be such a great addition and i know she's not a part of it but i'm just going to put that out in the universe that for anything marvel related sade Sade. would be be so excellent for um setting like a mood like she's she's amazing but they have faith evans which i'm very very excited about Definitely sets a mood. <laughs> Definitely. The show comes out on June 22nd. We've watched the trailer. I'm really excited for Bushmaster. It was awesome, that trailer. Uh, we also, and this is not in the rundown. It is something that I found out separate. Uh, we also found out they just wrapped season three of Daredevil. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio tweeted out that they had, and I have a quote that I, I assume my boy won't mind me reading. Uh, it's exciting. It's it's it's. So that's uh, season three just wrapped. Uh, it's going to be a whole new level. It is the biggest and best thing my boy Chris Brewster's ever done. And this man was responsible for the hallway. So uh, I talked to Chris. We're going to try to get him on at some point because that dude is a ninja. Uh, he <laughs> did the hallway fight as Daredevil. And he's also Winter Soldier. The guy is so talented. So if this man says it's the biggest and best thing he's ever done, that's insane. Yes. Uh, and, and in case you in case you didn't, I'm going to just repeat that. He's Daredevil. <laughs> In the hallway scene that, like, spawned everything. <laughs> the man that changed Netflix is saying it's the biggest and best thing he's yes. ever done. Oh, That's my gosh. Crazy. Like, he, he, and then season two had escalating stakes. If season three keeps going, and the guy also uh, runs in the crazy Marvel circles that he can say that with confidence. Like, biggest, best thing he's ever done. He said the actors were incredible. They worked their butts off. Everyone did a great job. So I'm now, with that one Facebook message, so excited for <laughs> Daredevil season three. And Vincent D'Onofrio wrapped uh, publicly, so that show is done, which means we get it soon 
I love Daredevil. I'm so excited. <laughs> Excellent. So, I think that is all our TV time today. Yes. Uh, we now have just some pitches. We have pictures to share with you. Yay! Yeah, so we we did a, a meetup. Uh, it was uh, this was May sixteenth uh, with John Schnepp. It was his birthday, so there was a fan meetup. It was a uh, Collider Heroes um, squads, you know, Monday and Wednesday, and um, uh, there were a number of people that had actually flown out or like traveled to go to this meetup. This was uh, apparently the first one yeah. that um, we all did together. So, you know, obviously myself, Koi, uh, Amy Dolan, it was uh, Robert, obviously John in uh, the such. And here's the picture for uh, our iTunes people. It was a glorious group of people that got together, uh, including um, fans of uh, just our show. Motorola in there. Motorola in the, left, in the uh, on the left in the front there. Yeah, it uh, just felt so good. Yeah. It felt so good. It was such a positive meeting, and it's just like being able to talk about things Marvel-related, and then people coming up and talking wrestling stuff with me. I was like, yes. I think I even got some game talk in there. Yeah, so it was rad. It was a good time. It was such a good time. Uh, and this was the uh, this was the silly picture that John wanted. Yeah, so. and we might we might do something similar for Ant Man and the Wasp um, because yeah. I, I think doing more fan stuff. I, this is for you guys. Like this mm-hmm. is what we're sharing our love of this with you. So we are one tribe. We are one one tribe. The Jabari have joined. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys actually the Jabari the DC we want to bring in. That's the thing because uh, I love DC stuff. Want to talk about it more? Yeah. Um, so if you guys want that uh, Ant Man and the Wasp meetup, tweet us. Uh, let us know if that's something you're interested in. Heck we'll we'll yeah. start to build up to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had a prom which is uh where so i i saw doom and we decided to take a prom photo and i called this 21 doom street uh. and then miss marquia i missed by like 10 minutes yeah like it was 10 like minutes 10 yes. minutes later the sequel Ooh. happened and up uh, oh, almost oh, did, we... did you oh is it in there there's also a picture that's adorable. Oh, that's... It's, it's me at me at prom with a bouquet, and it's 22 Doom Street. Yeah, so I'm I'm the sequel. It's it's by myself, but I, I don't. Oh, I thought you took a picture with Doom. Oh, I did take a picture with Doom. Oh, also. I've been calling that 22 Doom Street in my head all week. Oh yeah, the Doom picture. It's 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 a proper prom photo with me and Doom. It's like me standing behind oh. him, um, and we're both holding a bouquet of flowers, looking and cheesing at the camera. It's fantastic. So. Sorry, I didn't get that GM Anthony. I thought it was in there, <laughs> but it's adorable. Go on social media. Uh, and then we also had an amazing Deadpool week. Yeah, I've been doing a Deadpool pop-ups, like, just because it's so much fun. The promotional team of Deadpool is ridiculous. Um, I want to party with them because they know exactly what they're doing. I, I went to Deadpool karaoke, <laughs> and uh, they had all this flair. And then afterwards, at the end of the night, they were, like, pushing things into your hands, like wall decorations. I have a, <laughs> I have wow. a 3D glow-in-the-dark um Deadpool That's head so that is now on my window, uh, now on my uh, my wall. I'll I'll post a picture of it. But yeah, and and yeah, it was a Deadpool karaoke. It was um the host was William Hung and Lewis Tan was there along with um Aramis Knight from uh, Into the Badlands. He was uh you know just uh, and actually I have interviews with the both of them. Oh, yeah, it was really great. Um, so I ended up singing a duet with uh, Lewis Tan, uh, No Diggity, and uh, no doubt uh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Lewis is awesome, by the way. Any, yeah, any fans of Into the Badlands, cool great dude. Uh, he actually, like, we we know so many of the same stunt people, so when mm-hmm. I met Lewis, it was like an old friend, and he's just the chillest guy. Yeah, uh, rest assured, when you see him on screen and everything, he's he's a good-natured person, and a little bit of a nerd, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty rad. Yeah. Um, so I think that is all the photos we have. Uh, we have some mm-hmm. shout outs to get through. 
Okay, we have Erica at E Hungry three hundred two, Chad at Chad DeBear twenty eight, Rhonda Thompson at Kiss Angel eight six four, SML at Feeling Roguish, uh, Entre Humane at Entre Humane, Dirty Daniel four twenty at Dirty Daniel four twenty underscore, Archie at Archie seven one nine two, Jose Estrada at Jose TICC, Daniel Brongers at Brongers four five seven. So do we want to get a couple comments? Questions like three or four. We can do. All right, great. So um, uh, Sabhajit at I'm underscore Sabhajit. Uh, you know who should play Craven the Hunter? Um, and then I, uh, JD. Oh, is that uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan? Uh, and then he's like, hire him. He's or great. she's like, hire him. They, saying, they say hire him. I've been saying Javier Bardem, and they have a very similar vibe. They do. <laughs> like Javier Bardem and Jeffrey D. Morgan. Like, so yes, I agree. I've actually cool. interviewed uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. He's so freaking yeah. sweet. So, yes. Good. Good. All the good That's things good for hear. him. Yeah. Oh, and uh, in the chat room, yes, um, Lewis Tan was on Collider Heroes with us last yeah. week. Yeah. So we did um, talk about um, Shatterstar and, and Deadpool Tool, and thank you for uh, also watching that other show uh, with us. So, yeah. And then uh, from YouTube, oh, no, wait, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aaron Wilkerson, friend of the show, wants to know when the first annual Jondro Chimmy Beep Changa, because that's what I call them, uh, cook-off's going to be. And you know what? Play our cards right. Maybe by Deadpool three. Maybe, maybe, or maybe the release. I'm, I'm, I'm scheming some stuff up. Maybe we'll make it a thing. I, I would love to have Ma Familia a la Fast and the Furious by way of Chimichanga, oh. bringing my two worlds together. <laughs> and then for, for from YouTube for Koi, uh, also Chimichangas. This is from uh, Straight Edge underscore Vegan Bell. Oh my God! Just use vegan cheese. They have vegan cheese and sour cream and well everything else. Everything. But I'm going to tell you something, uh, straight edge vegan bell. I, uh, I I respect that you respect your body, but I don't. And I love cheese. So if I eat vegan cheese, I worry about my safety, my sanity, and my reality. Vegan cheese to me tastes like uh, watery cashews. And I have yet to have good vegan cheese. And I appreciate that you can, but chimichangas are sacred. So take that as a challenge and tweet him. <laughs> if, you, oh, if you can find me good vegan cheese. good vegan cheese. I would love that. So everybody tweet vegan good. good. I have yet to find good vegan cheese. I, I, don't, I don't eat vegan cheese. I want to find, because pizza, I whenever know. I have vegan cheese, I feel like it just like, it like, uh, you know when you have a really old stick of gum and it no. dissolves in your mouth no, like, uh, like, a, like a snap? You know the finger snap? No no one should know that. Actually, Nobody should no. know old gum dissolves. Are you going from gather your party? I had had old gum before that, so I knew their pain. Okay. But to me, because vegan you cheese tastes 90s, like a Galactus snap. You put 90s gum in your mouth. I did. I did. And, I you, did. and, and I you knew. swallowed it. <laughs> no! I'm just saying. Uh, it's when we were doing Geek and Sundry, gather your party. It's a post finger snap cheese, vegan cheese. I'm just saying it dusts in your mouth and I don't trust it. <laughs> uh, from good. Miss Resort. Uh, it is so glorious to be a Marvel fan at this point in my life. We need a King's discussion about these women who are so kick-ass, Adora and the Valkyrie. Um, I don't understand the term a King's discussion, uh, but I understand what the, uh, she's, I am assuming she, because Miss, uh, is having to say. And uh, yeah, Dora Milaje and the Valkyrie are amazing. I mean, we kind of we kind of got... Um, the feeling of having Dora, uh, well, the Melange crossover with some of our other females in Infinity War, mm-hmm. and then having something like um, the Dora Melange and the Valkyrie together. Like, maybe there's a pocket of Valkyrie somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe Scrapper yeah. Uh, 142 wasn't the last one. I yeah. hope I got the number right. I, I think yeah. it was 142. 142. 142. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, from uh, Billy Barnett, I'm such a sad little nerd. I only play comic book games, and I'm a PS fella. I don't have a PS4 yet because I'm poor. Uh, but I'm saving my cash for that Spidey console game. Oh my God, how awesome is life right now? Billy, I love that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I do not yet have a PS4. I pre-ordered. I haven't had a console in years. I pre-ordered because I'm slowly going to pay it off because I can't afford it either. 
Uh, <laughs> it is, I haven't had a thing since PS2. Um, so mm-hmm. I haven't gamed since, yeah, I'm getting a PS4 for this game, and I am also saving, because man oh man, gaming is not cheap, and I also want to not have one game, just one. Also, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this game. It looks it's so been, good! It's been like such a, a long time since I played a Spider-Man game, and Spider-Man 2 based off the movie, was one of my favorite video games playing on the mm-hmm. old Xbox. Yeah. And it was it had such a cool uh, sandbox element to it. I love going up to the Empire State Building and just leaping off <laughs> and just swinging before I hit the ground. It was fantastic. That was one of the last yeah. games I played, actually. That was like that and Ultimate Spider-Man in my last two games, so that was then... Yeah, um, oh I have gosh. thoroughly enjoyed um, most of the Spider-Man games. Obviously, there's that one that we're not going to talk about. But um, <laughs> my problem is that it's uh, I'm a I'm a completionist, and when they do those, you know, having to find the tokens yeah. in different places, different rooftops, it wrecks my life. That wrecks my life to because I need it. I need to it I need to life. find all of those tokens. Um, but Billy, real quick. Um, so I collect a lot of consoles, and I've done that all my life. And I say collect in the sense that I hoard and use them and go back to them like years later so but i do understand when i did a ps4 i i waited like two years before it came out uh after it came out because i had so many things for ps3 there was no point i just kept on replaying my games and and you know and getting to the completionist level of um (laughs) of the games that i had and they're they're awesome there's a lot of really great games of ps3 but um for this i what i do is that i really do set aside a gaming fund um, if there's something that I know that's going to be coming out that I want and I want to buy it right away. I want to do the pre-order. I want to do a collector's edition or a goals edition or something like that. And it literally is, I just set um, $20 um, outside of each of my paychecks until it equals um, whatever it is that I want. And then I get it. And this is, this is uh, assuming that I don't land whatever you know kind <laughs> yeah. of thing and then it's like woo i'm going to hawaii or you know something <laughs> and a ps4 and a ps4 um which is always a great time in life that's always great um i wish i wish billy that we had the type of show right now where i could be like well billy look under your chair um, <laughs> when we can oprah you, you we'll when, oprah we can you. Oprah, when we can oprah you or oprah some fans i will love that that time's and coming then, but it's just there not, you yeah. go but maybe a chimichanga off we're working yeah. on it <laughs> But yeah, um, hopefully that uh, helps out a little bit. And it's it's all right. It's all right that you have PS. Just play your PS games. Yeah. And okay. Weather Shadows was awesome. I've seen it played. I've never played it. <laughs> um, so that is all the time we have for today. Where can they find you on the internet, Marquia? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, and tomorrow you can uh, see me on Collider Heroes. It's uh, Wednesdays, and that goes up at 2 p.m. And then for tonight, um, I may or may not be on Trivia Hops at Hyper RPG. We will see, because uh, that would have to be at 6 p.m., and that has a, um, uh, a drinking element to it that would not be very conducive for the Black Panther RPG that I'm doing at 8 p.m. <laughs> with that same uh, at Hyper RPG. But definitely tune in. Yeah, I, I just think that Shuri is the most inspired of. Shala was the king at the time. <laughs> then maybe this Kamonger could have done it better than Shala said. Wow! Uh, I'll be like, you get a Shuri. <laughs> Like, who wants some Kamoyo beads? <laughs> Everybody gets a PS4. I'm T'Challa. We're going to find you. You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And yeah, watch my stuff on Geek Bomb. It's been so much fun to be working with them. So we do all things nerdy. So 
If you like nerdy things, which I'm pretty sure you do, make sure you watch us there. Uh, yeah, lots of other Marvel things that I do. And yeah, just follow yeah, me. Maud's a sweetie. I love her. Oh, she's so yeah. uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Koi Jandro, C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. Forgot my name. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Clatter Heroes. You can find me on my Instagram channel. All week, this week, my Insta reviews will begin as Deadpool. I am in that makeup for my Insta reviews because I figured make lemonade of that lemon because that was hard makeup to put on. So, some very special Insta reviews this week. And uh, shout out my boy Chris Brewster. If you guys are on Twitter, Follow Ninja Brewski. That man is Daredevil and Winter Soldier, and he has barely more followers than I do. He deserves much more recognition. Send him my love. Send him my thanks for making Marvel better. He's awesome, and I will see you guys next week. Yeah. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.